Hello, everyone, and welcome to another exciting edition of the Great American Senior Show. I'm your gray-haired host, Sam Yates, and we are back at Sea Pines Rehabilitation Hospital in Melbourne, Florida. And uh, this is probably one of the, the things that I enjoy most is just talking with people and bringing information to the forefront. And my two guests today make that as easy as pie. Uh, we have with us the CEO of Sea Pines Rehabilitation Hospital, Mark Rassicott, and Dr. Juan LeBron, Medical Director for Sea Pines. So, uh, gentlemen, welcome back to the program. Thank you, Sam. Thank you for having us. You know, in our first episode, uh, we got to go into some details of what Sea Pines has to offer. Uh, we talked about Mark Twentyman because uh, he survived COVID thanks to the work and the dedication of the professionals here. Uh, he mentioned uh, that in his thanks to your staff that uh, they did a wonderful job. And, and uh, you know, that's evident. And I wanted to right off the bat say he gave us permission to mention his name under the HIPAA requirements. But uh, you're very much involved in not just treating a symptom, but treating an entire patient from uh, what might be happening with them to what is happening around them. And uh, I, I wanted to start with that, if we could go into some more details with Dr. LeBron. Definitely. So is, uh, I'm glad that you mentioned that because we have to see the patient as a whole. So when the patient comes in, it's not only treating his diagnosis and his conditions, it's a multidisciplinary approach. What every single um, facet of his care uh, com 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 comprehends would be the physical therapy part will do the physical assessment, transfers, ambulation, strength, basically. Um, occupational therapy is more about your daily activities, what people take for granted, like putting your socks on, um, grooming yourself, feeding yourself. They would do everything that you would do at home that you would think, you know, you will always be able to do, but you don't really check after you're hospitalized for one, two weeks, how those things are now impaired. Um, your case manager will also work on certain uh, facets, like I mentioned before, people at home may need now to have a different setup grab bars, make it safe for them to be transitioned back home and coordinate the services. <clears throat> home care, equipment that they will need, they will be working on those things. The physician, of course, is a key uh, player on this aspect too. They need to work with family, work with the patient, coordinate the therapy approach and make sure that the patient is receiving the tools they need in order to to improve. So definitely it's a, it's a team approach and it's, it's something that not just one person is helping the patient, it's, it's a group. Mark, you know, you and I are members of the Brevard Community Healthcare Coalition and I uh, enjoy seeing you and hearing the discussions there. One of the topics that uh, comes up on an ongoing basis is hospital readmissions. And that may mean uh, readmission here or if you receive someone from a, a hospital that, uh, let's say they're involved in an accident, you're tasked with getting them well enough to not be part of a readmission program. Why is that important? The goal of healthcare to provide quality healthcare with good outcomes um, to be stewards of of 
you know, Medicare funding, if you will, um, to, to be efficient with the resources being applied to a patient, the treatment, um, and the intention to get them home and healthy. So uh, we work very closely with the acute care hospitals in our service area, um, and, and we provide that, that value um, because the acute care hospitals do have a readmission penalty. If too many uh, patients leave the acute care arena and have to come back, uh, then there is a, a financial penalty associated with that. So when they send patients to us, we take it very seriously that, you know, they're appropriate candidates for inpatient rehabilitation, um, and we apply our resources with the goal of getting them home. And uh, while, while occasionally a patient will have to go back to the acute care hospital, um, very small numbers do go back, and uh, we, we are part of that continuum that starts in the acute care hospital with the goal of, of them being home healthy. And I think uh, for the, the layman, that uh, concept of reimbursement, uh, if your reimbursement changes but you're still having to give the same amount of care, uh, it's, uh, it, it's really not a, uh, a, a good situation. As a physician and as a care facility, you're going to do that. But when it gets to the bottom line, uh, we all have to recognize that uh, there has to be uh, income to continue operations. So I'm glad that you explained it that way. Let's uh, shift gears a little bit to staff. When we talk about the care model, staff always is uh, the front line. Uh, medicine is medicine, but if you have no one to administer, then that's a problem. How is, it, how is the staffing situation? Well, the staffing situation here at Sea Pines, as it is throughout the entire healthcare spectrum right now, is very, very challenged. Um, it's a great time to be a nurse, mm -hmm. um, but it's very hard to recruit nurses and and have enough um, nurses to take care of patients. We've been very fortunate here at Sea Pines. Uh, we've had some very aggressive uh, recruitment campaigns, and we've been able to maintain a level of staffing. Um, I hear from some of my colleagues out in the, um, especially in the acute care arenas, where where COVID has uh, really created some some significant uh, staffing challenges. But really, um, you know, they're they're. It's, it's a very, very difficult um, competitive job market right now, so we try to do everything we can to uh, re retain the nurses that we do have, um, as well as the therapists and the um, rehab techs. You know, they're, they're all important to taking care of patients and making sure that we're providing a safe level of, of care. And I know that the, our audience is made up of many different segments, including those who are caregivers and those who are professionals. Uh, as we're putting that word out right now, if someone wants to come and work for a world-class facility, how do they go about doing that to become part of the Sea Pine team? I think the easiest way would be to go to encompasshealth.com, then forward slash Sea Pines Rehab, all one word, encompass.com, encompasshealth.com forward slash Sea Pines Rehab. And there's a link on our website that shows the current listings that we have. And uh, we're, we're very quick to turn those around um, into, into um, conversations. Very good, because I know that uh, we do have a, a wealth of talent in our audiences. So uh, I encourage you, uh, if you're looking for employment 
and not just employment, but a team environment and an environment that uh, challenges you to be the best that you can be, this is where you want to be. So uh, please go to the website and check it out. Dr. LeBron, uh, let's look at medicine. Uh, again, give us a little description because your specialty is a little different, but uh, it is also something that directly relates to the wellness of the C. Pines patients. So yes, talking a little bit about my specialty, rehab is a very rewarding field. I feel like I'm lucky to be uh, in this specialty because you kind of see the patient after they've been through a traumatizing event and you help them get back on track, get back into the community. And it used to be that in, in, in the years prior, 15, 20 years ago, the goal used to be to have a patient from injury back to normal. This has changed in the years and we have been able to modify this. Now the goals are more trimmed to what is it that the patient needs or the family needs. You may have somebody, and I'm just gonna give you an example, somebody, a patient with cancer. His goals may be different from a patient who was in a motor, motor vehicle accident. The cancer patient may need only to Get, be, get out of bed, be able to, to transfer from a bed to, uh, to the bathroom, be able to assist a little bit with his care at home in order for him to be able to go home and be with the family and be comfortable again. Versus a patient who had a stroke that you want to regain as much, as much function as you can in order um, to be able to accomplish certain tasks again that you were not able to do uh, just because you were now um, impaired on one side or depending on your deficit. So we have changed that idea that the patient has to be completely independent at, at the end of his rehabilitation. What we need to do is have better communication with the family and see what is it that their needs are and try to focus your attention and your energy to accomplishing that and helping that family and that patient to get back on, on those goals. You know, and I'm glad that you explained it that way because uh, having worked with different entities within the healthcare field for quite a number of years, I have seen that as the the outside observer who somewhat is involved, but I've seen a change. Uh, it is more now a quality of life versus a cure that may not be there. A fair assessment? Correct. And that's the way I see it too. Um, so again, I cannot emphasize enough that communication from all aspects within the team, but also including the family into the, conversa the conversation early is gonna be something that is gonna help us achieve our goals in an efficient manner. You know? Advice for family or caregivers when someone comes into your facility, how do you facilitate that communication then? Mm -hmm. I think it's really important that they know the difference, like what Mark explained before. We've been lucky to be one of the few rehabilitation hospitals in the area for a long time, and they need to know what is it that we offer. What we offer is three hours of therapy a day. We have shorter length of stays because we do more therapy and we get the patient on track sooner than what anybody else can offer. Um, what I mean by that is at a SNF or a nursing home, you may be able to get rehab. 
you're not going to get the same amount. It may be an hour, an hour and a half a day. So that makes a clear difference on how much time you're active during the day and you're recovering from. And also the physician supervision is way different. We provide physician supervision daily from different specialties versus at a nursing home you may see a doctor once a week twice a week at the most many things can happen in that time frame in four days you can develop there there are uh, a list of complications that you can develop from immobility i'm just going to list a few blood clots pneumonia infection of the wound um, heterotopic ossification where, where you form bone in a joint that is not supposed to have bone in that area and things like that. So I think there's a difference that we need to establish when you're asking for rehab, you need to know what a rehab hospital can give you and what a nursing home can provide. And that, that's an important distinction. Uh, I know that you know I've spent time with uh, professionals in assisted living facilities or in skilled nursing facilities. And due to COVID and our pandemic, there has been a uh, monumental shift for many of those patients to say, I really don't want to be in a SNF or an assisted living facility. I'd rather stay at home. And I think that looks to be one of the trends of the future. Thoughts? Yeah, there definitely seems to be, um, you know, as, as technology advances, um, is definitely the, the one constant that I've experienced in my time in healthcare has been change. And who knows where it's going to end up going um, in the future, other than we know that it will continue to change. Um, there are different programs now. Telemedicine has become a, a very uh, popular um, alternative to in-office type visits. Uh, in fact, some of our patients will have follow-up appointments with um, with their providers while they're here on an admission uh, remotely. So, um, you know, there, there are definitely leaps and bounds with technology and, um, you know, I think everyone wants to be home and um, that's, that's why, you know, we make that our, our prime focus is to get them well enough to be home. And I think uh, as our technology changes, and uh, I, I wear many different hats, so I get to look from many different perspectives into the world of medicine. And certainly uh, a game changer is 5G technology uh, because of the, the latency uh, in many of the diagnostic systems. Uh, the latency uh, is down to uh, microseconds or millimicroseconds. It is, and, and, and just talking a little bit about, about what you just asked, it, it, it it would be a shame if you had a stroke and you could not go to a facility and participate with a therapist for three hours because it makes a difference. With stroke, time is of the essence yes. and timing is of the essence. So if you were to let three, four weeks go by and you don't receive the appropriate treatment, it would really set you up in terms that you may never recover as much as you would have if you would have been in the right place. So I, I hope this times, uh, you know, pass and we're able to, to, to continue to do in-house therapy. There's a definite benefit than being at home and do another way like home care or outpatient therapy. But. Yes. Well, gentlemen, I want to thank both of you for being back today. And uh, one of the last things uh, that I always ask, will you come back? and be on another episode in the future. We'd be happy to, Sam. I would love to. And uh, the second part of that, is there anything that I did not touch upon that we should have touched upon today? 
No, I think, Sam, that was very comprehensive and um, happy to have the opportunity to showcase Sea Pines. It's, it's an amazing rehabilitation hospital, great stories, great outcomes, and uh, is a real gem in this community, and I'm happy to be here as the CEO. Mark, Dr. LeBron, the door is always open, and I invite you to, to as, as you have new developments, or uh, if even in our community there is something that needs immediate attention. Uh, I know that uh, we, uh, a little over a year ago, had a big surge uh, in influenza, and we had a big flu shot push. So if there's anything that we can do as the Great American Senior Show, we're here to help. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. Great. We'll look forward to having both of you back at some point in the future. In the meantime, I'm Sam Yates, your gray-haired host of the Great American Senior Show, and that's the way our program ends.